Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815, We are finally seeing some positive economic trends in the final weeks of 2022 with some better economic numbers here in the U.S. So are we out of the woods yet? And how does the 2023 retirement outlook shape up? We'll tell you here in just a moment. We're so glad you're here with us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is, of course, president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And Philip, the holidays are upon us. I hope you and your family are doing are doing great in such a, a busy time of year. I know for you, it's probably more hustle and bustle than uh, silent nights. <laughs> well, that's for sure. You know, just fresh <laughs> off a of trip, trying to finish up my continuing education when yep. it comes to taxes. And so just spent three days um, of that getting, yeah, getting updated. I got to tell folks that if you have cryptocurrency, digital currency of any kind, get ready. Uh, they know who you are, and uh, and as much as we think anonymity is there, it's not. And so uh, that was kind of eye-opening at this conference. So, uh, But with that, and then, yeah, we're getting ready for the holidays with kids coming in town the, the week before Christmas, and uh, everybody will be home, which is a great thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Such a busy time of year, and, and I mean, you already have enough going on, Philip, with so many of your your year-end uh, business with your clients, and then that continuing education on taxes and and family and friends. Oh my goodness, just what a what a a busy. Well, hey, busy I'm ready time. to shut it down, Jen. There I'm ready to shut it down and 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 cruise into the holidays. But you know what? I got a couple more weeks to yeah. go. Yeah. Uh, before. Uh, before we hit that time where we hit the pause button and 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 just relax the last uh couple weeks of the year. Well, I am glad that you're still able to take a little bit of time to be here with us today on the radio also. So we we appreciate the time, Philip. I know we have a lot we want to get to. Um, let's talk a little bit about with uh, with what's going on with the economy. For months, we have read concerns about a global recession, but here in the U.S., the economy has shown some improvement. The latest numbers show a 2.9% growth of GDP in the third quarter. We obviously won't have fourth quarter numbers until we get into the new year. But with with positive news like that, should we stop being quite so worried about a recession impacting our retirement? You know, Jen, I, I wish I could say yes, you don't need to worry. But that would not be, in my opinion, the truth. Be- because I think that what we are seeing now is that good news is bad news. Mm-hmm. And, and what I mean by that is, is that Good news for the economic front means that the Federal Reserve is going to continue lashing us with these higher interest rates. And so as the interest rates continue to go up, it's going to lower our numbers, which is what the what the Federal Reserve wants. However, in typical Federal Reserve style, they will end up overdoing it, mm-hmm. meaning interest rates get too high, <laughs> right. which will tip us into that recession again. The question is going to be, how long is it going to last? I just feel like we're going to see that the second quarter next year, probably, uh, that that these all these interest rate hikes are going to kick in Mm. and we're going to start to feel the impasse of more unemployment, 
all the things the Fed wants, they're going to get, but I'm afraid it's going to be more than what they bargained for. Yikes. So, Philip, um, certainly a lot to be concerned there when we're talking about the, the state of the economy and, and what all's going on with rising interest rates, like you mentioned, what's going on with inflation, volatility. Also, we've talked a lot about the possibility of, of tax increases coming up here as we get toward the expiration of our current tax policy. What would you tell people who want to retire in the next 12 to 18 months, given all of these different factors that we're up against? Well, I think it's more important now than ever, especially if you're going to retire in the next 12 to 18 months, is, you know, you need to know what the risk is in your portfolio to make sure that that you're okay, And that if if this recession does hit bigger than anticipated, which I believe it will, um, that you're not impacted adversely and that you can still get on with that retirement you always dreamed of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and, and it comes down to making sure the portfolio is allocated properly when it comes to the amount of risk you have. And that's really the reason we do our core retirement design, Jen. Talk a little bit about that core retirement design, Philip, and your process for, for helping people get started on that. Well, you know, that's the big thing. And we worked hard on that the last couple of years to put that that whole process together. And the premise is, is that you you can't start moving forward until you know exactly where you are right now. Right. And that comes down to understanding what your risk number is. What do you, what in your head is, are you comfortable with in terms of risk on a scale of one to a hundred? And then where are you right now? Where is your current portfolio? Are you a 15 and it's a 25 or 30? That can be a problem. And so that's what this really dives into. From there, we look at an income plan. What are you going to need from from an income perspective to get ready to retire, putting that into place? And then finally, does it make sense, given the fact that we know taxes are going to go up, does it make sense for you to start looking at Roth conversions? And that's part of that whole plan as well. We look at that and determine what a decent plan would look like in in helping you convert your IRAs to Roth IRAs, helping you get to that tax-free retirement status. Folks, listen, if you don't have a plan in place at all, if you don't have a written retirement income plan, you have no idea how much risk you have in your portfolio. You say, "I'm, I'm moderate, or I'm moderately conservative, or I'm conservative. Folks, if you don't have a scale of one to 100, that that doesn't that's really subjective. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 and let's get some concrete around those risk numbers. That's 863-285-3815. Give us a call right now to schedule your core retirement analysis. Again, that number is 863-285 3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And Philip, as I said a few moments ago, 2023 could be a tough year for retirement given volatility, uh, the idea of tax increases, rising interest rates, inflation. So um, we actually have some top retirement tips for 2023 that we want to share. And and I have a few here. This comes from a Forbes article that I found. And the first couple, uh, or the first one that I wanted to ask you about is understand the sequence of returns risk. If you are considering retiring in 2023, Philip, talk about what is sequence of returns risk and why is it important that we have a handle on what that is? 
So this risk of sequence of return risk is is the fact that we don't know whether you retire today, are you going to get the gains going up or are you going to get the losses going down that first year or two? Mm-hmm. You know, think about it in terms of let's look backwards, right? 2006, 2007, people that retired then and then all of a sudden 2008 hit and all they saw was a down, a drastic down market. That sequence of return risk was detrimental to their portfolio. The flip side is, is that, you know, you retired in 2004, right? Uh, and then you right. rode that rocket up, right? You got all that benefit of that sequence of return risk. The market was going up and up and up and up. Well, then if the market goes down, you can handle it a little bit of down because you've had three or four years of upside returns. That's what we call the sequence of return risk. And and the problem is right now is that there's probably a better chance the market starts to go down a little bit then go up a little bit from where we are right now over right. the next, you know, 12 months. Right, right. Um, here's a here's another um, item from this top retirement tips for 2023. If you're planning to retire in 2023, they say be ready to retire early. Sometimes it's a good thing, but the Employee Benefit Research Institute says about a third of people who responded to a survey were forced into early retirement due to health problems and a quarter were laid off from their jobs. So, Philip, you might not be planning to retire in 2023, but it could be in store for you because of some of these other factors. What what do you say to that? That's where I tell people, look, if you are five years out from retirement, that's when you need to start preparing, yeah. not the year before, because you're right. I mean, you know, let's face it, it happened when COVID hit, right? We had, uh, and mm-hmm. that's why the airlines right. is having such an issue right now. They came through and a- offered all these pilots, these deals to exit early. Right. And so now, now they're hurting, right? The same thing could happen, right? You may not have an option. As the recession starts to hit, inflation continues to go up, unemployment is going to go up. There may be a, a sector of the, of the employment population that just gets let go because, hey, look, you're older, you make the most, we need to cut ties. And so that's why if you're five years out, you need to be preparing now yeah. for that five-year retirement. Boy, yeah, it, it really, we have seen so much in the past few years and really that whole idea of uh, anything can happen and expect the unexpected is certainly a lesson that that I would hope a lot of people <laughs> took took with them from the last few years. Um, Philip, here's another one. Do the retirement math. And, and I think this is really where things like your core retirement design come in. They say run the numbers on your retirement so you have a handle on just how much you'll need to afford your desired lifestyle in retirement. That's another one of those top tips for people planning to retire in 2023. Talk a little bit about how your process can help us do the retirement math. Absolutely. I mean, that's right. That's where the core retirement design, you know, where we really look at and focus on income planning and making sure that that our clients have a a written retirement income plan. That's the fact right there. If, If you have a written retirement income plan, and not one that the pie is the sky, right? That, you know, everything's going to be rosy. We're going to make great returns. No, mm-hmm. I want the other side. I want the pessimistic view. <laughs> I want, what right. if it's not good, right? And the markets don't come back next year or the year after. You know, I make 2%. Then will my money last as long as I need it to? That's the key. Not these pie in the sky numbers, right? Let's look at it in the nitty gritty. 
worst case scenario, do I have enough to get me through and and be comfortable? Right, right. So so inflation, concerns about volatility, looming tax increases, these are probably putting some added pressure on your finances. You're probably worried that you haven't saved enough to get through 30 years, Philip, of expenses, health care costs, and taxes. And, and that's why, Philip, you offer the, this idea of retirement planning and doing an analysis of our income situation. Absolutely. You know, that's exactly why we want to do that. Because, you know, here, a lot of people are concerned about these things, right? Because especially all the volatility we're seeing and stuff right now, the markets, there's just a lot of things that make us uncomfortable when we look at where we are right now. Prices going up. I mean, I just hate to go to the grocery store. Prices (laughs) continue to go up so high. It all boils down to having that core retirement design in place, right? Give us a call. Let us help you through that process. Look, if you're thinking about retiring anytime in the next five years, if you're in the industry that could see some real volatility, I would even go as far as 10 years to make sure you've got things planned out. Give us a call at 863 285 3815. Again, that number is 863 285 3815. Give us a call and let us sit down with you and walk you through our core retirement design. Again, that number, 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. Hi, this is Philip. On behalf of everybody here at Statler Financial, we want to wish you a safe and happy holiday season. Philip Statler at Statler Financial often talks about the difference between retirement savings and retirement income. It isn't necessarily how much money you've saved that's most important. It's having a steady stream of income in retirement no matter how long you live. Philip has strategies that can help you create consistent monthly income for the rest of your life. He can help you make important decisions today so you can have the income you need in retirement. Having a big nest egg is great, but how will it provide you with income you need for as long as you live? Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial to find out. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Turn your portfolio into a plan with help from Philip today. 863-285-3815. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services here in Sebring, and I am Jen Rizak alongside You know, just a few years after the passage of the SECURE Act, we now have the sequel for debate in Congress, SECURE (laughs) Act 2.0. It's got some more proposed changes, but the good news is Philip is keeping an eye on anything that could impact how you save money for retirement. And really, Philip, I mean, we, we talked at length when the first SECURE Act passed, but here we are again 
with some potential all new changes that that are coming our way, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you know what? They they just can't leave things well enough alone. No. You know, maybe uh, some of this stuff is good. Uh, maybe it'll help. But um, you know, the bottom line is they're trying to get more tax dollars usually. Right. Right. And so we need to look at it kind of through those filters when we uh, when we look at some of these things. <laughs> yeah, that that's a really good point. Um, I I do have to point this out just when we talk about Secure Act and then Secure Act 2.0 and and just more changes and and sometimes you look at any time the government's getting their hands in making changes, there are all these unintended consequences. And so, Philip, um, I, I don't know if you remember this. This this may not have been a movie that you were a big fan of, but um, you know the original Jurassic Park came out in like the mid 90s and then a couple years later the second one the lost world came out and in the lost world john hammond who started jurassic park talks about when they're going to go to the second island where the dinosaurs are again he says don't worry we we won't make any of the same mistakes that we made at the first island and jeff goldblum's character says oh no 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 no! you're making all new ones so, I mean, this could exactly. be what we're looking at here. I don't, I don't exactly. know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. So there's still, oh, you're gonna, you know. You're still going to make mistakes, right? One right. way or another. There'll all, be mistakes all new ones, in the bill. But all new ones. That's <laughs> right. So there's still a lot that we don't know about this proposed legislation because it, it's still under debate and there are different versions that are being talked about. But what are some of the main provisions that, that have been discussed so far? I know just a lot of ideas have been kicked around for what they might put in this Secure Act 2.0. Yeah, and, and and that's the difficult part when we start looking at proposed legislation, right? I mean, they, they haven't voted on it. The hammer hasn't come down and said, this is it. Mm-hmm. And so you've got two versions floating around out there. you got the House version and you got the Senate version out there and, and trying to figure out what's going to end up in the final bill is a nightmare, right? So I kind of look at cursory looking at each of them. But I don't dive in real deep until something's gotten passed, right? Because right, right. until then, it can change on a dime. Oh yeah, um, yeah. You know, you can you can think this is what it is now, and wake up tomorrow morning, <laughs> and different. everything you thought was in it's gone. Right, right. So, um, all right. So the other thing they're going to mandate an automatic enrollment in a four hundred one k plan, and they're going to automatically start taking three percent out of your pay, hmm. whether you elect or not elect so i'm not i'm that word mandate that 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 sticks out to people i mean that's that's right i mean you're telling people they have to do it right so so is that is that really what we want our government tell us to do um that's a tough one for people yeah it It will be tough it will be tough part-time people eligible for participate 401k you know that's to me that's not a a new thing because right now most part-time people do participate in 401k plans, Okay, you know, allow employers to make contributions to the plan on behalf of employees um, who are making 401k plans. And we're already doing that right now mm-hmm. to a certain degree. Um, maybe it's not legislative, but maybe it's just presidential edict that, that they can do that now. I'm not sure. But but those are all things that, that could change within the Secure Act 2.0. And so here's what I would say when we when we talk about planning for retirement, I mean, some of these things are they, they all look like they could probably be good things used in the right way for the right purpose. Um, the problem is how they're going to pay for some of this stuff because it is nothing's free, and we already know taxes are going to go up in in twenty twenty six. 
So what's your plan for rising taxes? Again, that's why we developed our core retirement, looking at ways to be as tax efficient as possible. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. And let's make sure that you're paying the least amount of taxes possible on your retirement savings. Don't forget that taxes are going up. We want to be making sure we're doing the best we can with taxes. That number is 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. I am Jen Rizak alongside that number again, 863-285-3815. So, Philip, you just went through some of the uh, some of the changes that have been proposed with Secure Act 2.0. Again, end of 2019, start of 2020 is when we had the first Secure Act, and it did some things like uh, push back the required minimum distribution age. Um, what are some other possible changes that we might see in Secure Act 2.0 now that Congress is talking about a sequel or or a do over? I don't know if we call do-over. it a sequel yeah. or a do over. So I think that one of the things that caught my eye was increasing, you know, right now, if you're over 50, um, there's a catch-up contribution that you can make to your IRA or your 401k, either one. And so they're talking about when folks hit 60 or their early 60s to add another step so they can actually contribute even more catch-up contributions uh, to their 401k. So, you know, that, that would be a good thing. However, let's face it, that's still money you got to be making to be able to contribute it. How many people are going to be able to actually contribute it in another $10,000? Um, I think it's, it's good in theory. And if people can take advantage of it, I think it will be good. Middle to lower income folks, probably not going to affect them. Raising the required minimum distribution, like you mentioned, to age 75. Now, they do have some, most of them have some time constraints in this, so it's not going to happen like right now, but gradually increase it over the next 10 years. Um, Reduce the penalty for not taking your required minimum distribution. I find that one kind of funny because (laughs) I don't know anybody that's paid the 50% penalty so far because there's a form you can file, ask for forgiveness, and I've never seen anybody not not gotten that forgiveness. and so I think that those are some some issues out there. Talking about, I'm not seeing many people use these either, but there's this, what they call QLACs, which are Qualified Longevity Annuity Contracts. Mm-hmm. Talking about making some some changes to those. Um, and eliminating, now this one I can, I can get my hands around, this one. Eliminating the RMD okay. for Roth 401k accounts. I guess right now, whether you have a Roth or not Roth, you've got to take money out of your 401k. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not the same thing if it's in an IRA. If it's in an IRA, you don't have to do that. But, but, but a Roth 401k, 401k guess, right. You've, you've got to take some distributions out of there. So, okay, that that's an interesting one too. But, but going back to um, pushing back the age for required minimum distributions, which we, we saw that already. It did, it did cause a little confusion, and now we're talking about doing it again. What are your thoughts on that if they, if they do gradually push that back to age 75 over the next 10 years? What, what are your thoughts on that, that possible change? So I, I think most people, when they see that, they think, okay, that's good. That's good. I, I can wait yeah, to yeah, take yeah. out my money. Well, we've uh, run some analysis and been in some conferences where they've they've actually given us some examples. And that you know the average folks that don't take it at seventy and a half, but take it at seventy two, which is the new rule right now, mm-hmm. will actually end up paying 
18 to 19% more in taxes over their lifetime because of waiting. So what do you think that means? If they wait from 72 to 75, how much more of an increase in taxes is that going to be that the IRS is going to have their hands waiting for? So I, I think that from a tax standpoint, that's not good news. I think it'll, it'll allow people to push it back and they're going to push it back if they haven't had an advisor that's tax sensitive, that's running those numbers and say, hey, look, it does make sense to take your money out earlier instead of later. And then, OK, I want to go back to you were talking about, you know, the reducing the penalty for not taking your RMD. It makes sense if, if you know, if this is something that doesn't impact a ton of people anyway. But um, it does always sound like a good thing to have penalties reduced. I, I guess the main thing is we just want to be able to uh, know the rules so we can avoid those penalties to begin with. We, we just don't we don't want that to be an impact on on our nest egg. Right. Is having penalties take away um, well, that's more right. of that. We don't want to, We don't want to have to pay that fifty percent penalty or the new twenty five percent penalty they're talking about now. But and I think that the IRS is setting themselves up to be able to charge people that penalty. Granted, it, it has not been getting done, but they have gotten some of the framework in place now, where they could do that. Uh, because now your custodian not only do they report what the balance is in your IRA but they also report to the IRS what your required minimum distribution was supposed to be for that year. Hmm. And so there is a mechanism now where they could do some matching on that. Uh, They're not, but they could. And so I think that's something we need to be uh, aware of. Right. And and really, we just, like I said, we don't want things like steep penalties, also potentially higher taxes, Philip, uh, just swiping away at your savings. Because what it will do is is it will leave you with a fraction of the money you are counting on for retirement. And that's not a position that anybody wants to be in. No, you don't. And if you make a mistake with your requirement distribution from your IRA, or other retirement accounts, you don't calculate it properly, the penalty for not taking that amount is 50% of what you should have taken or what you didn't take. And the penalty is in addition to the amount of taxes that you have to pay on that. So so you need to understand the timing of your required minimum distributions because uh, they can push you into a higher tax bracket. Yep. They can trigger taxes on your Social Security benefits that are higher. And here's a killer that people don't think about it can cause you to pay a higher Medicare premium surtax um, if, if you're not careful. Imagine how fast your savings would shrink if you had rack up all those penalties and those extra taxes going forward. Listen, folks, give us a call, 863-285-3815. Schedule a 30-minute, no obligation phone consultation where we'll walk through these different things and make sure that you are on track with your retirement and heading in the right direction from a tax point, from a risk point, and from an income standpoint. Give us a call, 863-285-3815. We don't want anybody paying more taxes than they have to. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. More to come on how the SECURE Act 2.0 could impact you and your retirement in just a moment. Philip Statler at Statler Financial often talks about the difference between retirement savings and retirement income. It isn't necessarily how much money you've saved that's most important. It's having a steady stream of income in retirement no matter how long you live. 
Philip has strategies that can help you create consistent monthly income for the rest of your life. He can help you make important decisions today so you can have the income you need in retirement. Having a big nest egg is great, but how will it provide you with income you need for as long as you live? Call Philip Statler at Statler Financial to find out. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Turn your portfolio into a plan with help from Philip today. 863-285-3815. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring, and I am Jen Rizak alongside. And as we're talking today, um, just a few years after the passage of the SECURE Act, now we are talking about SECURE Act 2.0. It, it is the sequel that is up for debate here in Congress. And, and Philip, as we talk a little bit about that, we went over some of the uh, provisions, some of the possible changes, and it's interesting because there there are some uh, some of these that might uh, make you think that there's a little bit more flexibility involved. But then that word mandate kind of creeps in there, you know, when we're talking about mandating the the automatic enrollment in four hundred one ks, you know, it, it's just kind of an interesting mix of of supposed flexibility, but then also those those mandates as well. Well, let's think about who that's going to affect, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I get what they're trying to do. They want people to prepare for retirement sure. in some way, shape, or fashion. Um, but they're not just asking you to. They're mandating. It means they're telling you yeah, that right. you're going to contribute at least 3% of your pay to 401k. And I know that on the surface, that sounds like that probably makes sense that, okay, everybody should be preparing for retirement. We should all be putting stuff away for retirement. But think about just some different circumstances, right? you got a a single parent raising a couple kids and having a minimum wage job at a place where they have a 401k. And now you're saying, well... You don't make enough to really make ends meet, but we're going to take 3% and put it in your retirement account. It just yeah. doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't make sense uh, from that standpoint. I get it. You get the kid that just graduated from college and he's got his first job and he's not really thinking about retirement. Well, yeah, it makes sense to have him go ahead and start contributing because he's he's making some money for a change and, and instead of, of just spending it at school, he, he's got some money coming in. You know, maybe he can afford to that three percent or more into his four hundred one k account. But but I think that when our government starts mandating that we put money away for retirement, and don't get me wrong, I understand the the whole idea, but it's the mandate that I have an issue with. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But you know, because they don't talk anywhere in there about opting out or having the ability to come back after they take it out the first time to say, Oh no, 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 I can't afford that. And there's an opt out form. Um, None of that's in the proposal anywhere. So, so what's that mean to that family that's just making or not making it that needs every cent they get. 
And, and I think that's the the issue that most of us will have with that word mandate. Mm-hmm. Um, right. In, in terms of the 401k plan. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when we're talking about some of these changes, this is stuff that you and I tend to follow. We look a lot at at the financial headlines and what's going on with the economy. And then as far as possible legislative changes and things like this that could impact people, this is what we we tend to pay quite a bit of attention to. But for the everyday person, the everyday retiree, how important is it for them to pay attention to changes like this? Or is that really the benefit of, of talking to somebody like you who's staying on top of it? Well, I think two things. I think obviously uh, folks need to know what's going on, but they also need an advisor that is staying current in not just what's happening in the news, because people may say, well, what's happening in the SECURE Act? I see they're going to do something. Well, like I said, you know, I don't pay a lot of attention to it until it's said signed and, and done or close to being signed and done because it can change and it can change drastically. Uh, but But I think that having somebody, I mean, that's why we do Ed Slot, you know, a couple times a year. That's where we're at. We're, we're doing these different trainings on taxes and IRAs and making sure that our clients are staying ahead of the game when it comes to the tax planning part of retirement planning. So I think that's an area, you know, and it just, it just dawned on me, Jenna, you know, them increasing that minimum required minimum distribution age Mm -hmm. to 75, even though it's not a, we're going to do it all at one time right now. I want people to think about this. You know, if they increase that required minimum age to 75, then you don't take it out. That means your account's going to grow that next three years by even more. And so that means when you do have to take it out, you're going to have to take out more, which is going to push you into a higher tax bracket because taxes are going to go up, folks. And no way around it, they're going up. We know in 2026, they're automatically going up, but they're going to go up from there too. Just because our national debt is so high, we have no choice. Mm -hmm. They're going to go up. Right. And so I think of the beneficiaries right, who under the SECURE Act don't get to spread out your IRA that they inherit over their lifetime. They have to take it out over in a 10-year period. Oh, right, right. So think about what that might do to them. All of a sudden, you pass away and they inherit a $200,000 IRA. And they're still working and they're probably at the highest part of their earnings potential. Mm-hmm. And now they have to take money out of the inherited IRA at a high, high tax rate. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me to wait. Now, I know they're giving you that opportunity in this, but, but even 70 and a half to 72, we need to be doing as much as we can to reduce that IRA get as much tax advantage out of it as we can today so that we're not paying more taxes down the road. Yeah, we do want to stay on top of that. We do need to to be um, aware of all of this. Now, now you know, the main goal, the, the stated goal, Philip, for the SECURE Act is to help more people do a better job saving for retirement. I think that's what, you know, they were saying that this is supposed to do. So let's let's just kind of back up for a second. 
how do you help somebody figure out, for people who are getting close to retirement, how do they know if they've done enough, if they've saved enough? So I think you you have to, in my opinion, you have to work backwards, right? You have to look at the end and say, here's how much income I'm going to need in retirement. And once you kind of get that idea, and if you're five years out from retirement, you should be able to start to get a decent idea of what that's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Is the house going to be paid off? You know, the credit cards are all going to be paid off. Am I going to be debt free when I retire? Well, okay, then here's what it's going to take for me to live. If I'm not going to be debt free, what am I going to have in payments that I got to account for to make sure I have enough income coming in? So we need that income. What income are we going to need to live the retirement we want to live? Taking into consideration that we got Social Security coming in. If you have a pension coming in, we have a pension. You know, what is the net, what I call the net shortfall? What is that net gap in income we have to fill? And once we know what that is, then we can go back and say, okay, here's how much we need in order to fulfill that. Mm-hmm. And here's the plan that will work to make that happen. Um, you know, too many people think I need a half million, I need a million, I need $2 million to retire. Um, and maybe you do, but you don't know until you run the numbers and you put all that stuff in to determine what is that, what does that final number really look like? Right. And aside from having enough saved, let's just spend a few minutes on this here, Philip, before our next break. Talk about what else goes into a comprehensive retirement income plan, because this whole conversation about the SECURE Act, this is all about how do we help people save? How do we make sure that we're saving enough? That's only one step. What else do we need to think about when we're trying to prepare for retirement? So we need to, one, the the one thing nobody likes to do, and that's kind of put together a budget. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to put together a budget, then you need to err on the high side, right? You need to say, okay, if I net $50,000 a year now between my wife and I, then I need $50,000 when I retire, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's that's the deal. If, if you don't want to do the work, then you just have to assume that you're going to need the same income minus some tax complications, right? You're not going to have to pay Social Security anymore and and uh, you're not all your social security be taxable. So there's some adjustments that have to be made, but, but in general, that that'll give you an idea. And then, and then, so we kind of know where our income is going to come from and we got a target to shoot for. And then we just have to put that plan in place, you know, taking into consideration that when we would pull money out of our retirement accounts, there are tax consequences. As Ed Slot says, you know, that IRA is not all yours. That 401k is not all yours. Mm-hmm. Uncle Sam owns part of it. The problem is we don't know exactly how much he owns and because we don't know what tax bracket you're going to be in. So maybe it's zero, uh, maybe it's 35%. We don't know until that day you pull it out. So I think that that's an issue that folks need to realize and we need to make sure that we're being as tax efficient as possible and using every bit of the tax brackets we're in. I, I sit down with folks all the time that aren't using their tax brackets to their full benefit. In other words, they're they're leaving money in their IRAs or their 401ks when they could be taking it out and paying a small amount of tax now where they may have to pay more later those type of things that that we need to be aware of and that 
we need to be planning for and taking advantage of the times we we have those opportunities. Yeah, just a lot of things that we want to stay on top of. And and the reality is, Philip, when you talk about thinking about things like what's going on with our taxes, thinking about um, what's going on with our income, um, that, that budget is such a good first step, but then there are so many other things that we want to make sure that we have in place. And nearly 70% of Americans, Philip, are missing that written financial plan. And people who don't have that, they do tend to feel less confident about their future. Yeah, I know a lot of you are really worried that that you haven't saved enough or that you won't even be able to retire. I mean, that's a big conversation here lately. I know that most of you don't have a written retirement income plan in place. And that written retirement income plan can help you feel more financially stable and more financially secure. So you don't have to be one of those folks that worry about Will the money last as long as we do? Or can I afford to retire? We have a process in place to help you put together that income plan and put together that strategy. Folks, we call it our core retirement design. And listen, if you're out there right now and you don't have that written retirement income plan, you don't know what that looks like. And statistically, we know that that's probably most of you out there. Folks, give us a call. And let's schedule 30 minutes just to have a conversation about where you are now, where you want to be, and how can we get you there. The number to call is 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. I'd love to have that 30-minute conversation, answer questions for you, make sure, again, that you are on the path to the retirement you always dreamed of. It's an easy conversation. It's not always easy to put things in place. It's an easy conversation. Give us a call, 863-285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. More insights from Philip coming up next. Stay with us. Hi, this is Philip wishing you comfort, hope, and joy. Happy Holidays. Captain speaking. We're expecting fair skies, a smooth flight, and about a 85% chance or so of making it to our destination. So sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy the rest of the flight. Would you stay on that plane? Of course not. Well, do you have a retirement plan where you probably won't run out of money? You need a plan that no matter the destination will help you get to and through retirement successfully. Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial Services can design a plan to help you get to your destination as comfortably as possible, even if Wall Street or the economy causes some turbulence. Call Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Services team to start working on your plan. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Get a plan designed to allow you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the retirement you've worked so hard for. 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Statler Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. 
Thanks for joining us today. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak. Happy to be here with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And Philip gets questions each and every week about all things retirement. And the good news is he loves answering your questions. So, so we'll go ahead and open up our Statler Financial mailbag and go over some of those common retirement questions. And I should point out the way you can send in your questions, send it to this email address, team at sfsretirement.com. That stands for Statler Financial Services, team at sfsretirement.com. And Philip, our first question today comes from Chuck. Chuck's a little bit worried about what's going on with the markets this year and does not want to take any more big losses. The big question, how long should I be in cash before I try to get back into the markets? You know, Chuck, that's a big problem it, because you came out, right? Yeah. And so now you try to figure out when to go back in. Um, and so here, here's the long answer for that question is you need to have the right allocation between, as I preach always, between risk and safety. If you had that allocation done properly at the beginning, then you would know what your risk bucket looks like. And as long as that risk bucket was properly allocated, then you wouldn't need to be doing anything because the problem of trying to get back in the market, trying to time that, most people don't have very good luck. Let's put it that way. You know, because what happens is when do we want to get in? When we get that fear of missing out, the returns keep going up and up and up and up. And so what do we do? We jump in at the top uh, and we got out at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And so we lose money. So the first thing is don't do that. Don't let that happen to you. Make sure you've got the right allocation between safety and risk, and then make sure your risk portfolio is allocated properly for your risk tolerance. And that way you shouldn't be moving in and out of the market. You should be tweaking that portfolio, but remaining in the market. You wouldn't have a big cash balance there to work with. Thank you, Chuck, for sending in that question. Our next one comes from Pam, and Pam has worked at a hospital for almost 18 years, a hospital in this area for almost 18 years. She doesn't say which one. Pam was planning to work there for a full 20 years before retiring, but the things this year have taken a toll on her, and now she's thinking about retiring earlier than she had planned. Here's the big question from Pam. Before I give them my notice, how do I make sure that I am ready to retire? You know, Pam, I would say that one thing I would consider it is, is you know, we need to sit down with somebody. You need to sit down with somebody to determine where you are, what needs to happen, you know, all the things that we just talked about. You, you need a better understanding of timing. And so, hey, we'd love to sit down with you and, and discuss that and figure out if we can be a good fit for you. Uh, all you have to do is give us a call at 863 285 3815. I think you need an income plan in place. You need to know your risk number and you need to have these, all the pieces of the puzzle put together. And, and we can help you do that. I said, uh, that's what we've done for 20 years is help people put together their retirement income plans. So give us a call right now at 863-285-3815. 
but I think it's a good opportunity to go ahead and give it again. 863-285-3815 again to get started on that financial x-ray report process to make sure you understand what all's going on with your money. What are some of the options to make sure it'll last? How do you make sure that you're ready for some of these scenarios like long-term care, health care costs in retirement, taxes, inflation? A lot of things are addressed by that financial x-ray report. 863-285-3815. Again, that's 863-285-3815. And as we take a look at what's going on with our money, another one of the issues that you help people address, Philip, is Social Security. And that's actually our next question comes from Hal. And he just wants to know if he has to wait until 70 to take Social Security. Oh, heavens no, Hal. You don't have to wait till 70. You know, you can take it at any time up from 62 to 70. The problem is you don't want to wait until after 70 because you don't get anything extra Mm -hmm. for waiting longer than 70. The thing is, is how do folks know when to take Social Security? And sometimes that can be difficult, Jen. We need to have the tools in place, which we do. You know, we have the different worksheets and different programs that help us analyze when is the best time for folks to take Social Security. Uh, because, like I said, you could take Social Security at 62, and there is a small segment of folks, Jen, that can actually take it at 60, and that would be widows and widowers um, have an option there, depending on their circumstances, where they might could take it at 60. Hmm. Um, but for most of us, it's 62 to 70 is that window. Uh, and so when do you take it? That is the million dollar question a lot of times. And so it's an opportunity for some planning and to make sure that that you're taking it at the most advantageous time for you. And one of the things that we look at is longevity, right? How long have you lived? Because the longer you wait to take your Social Security, the bigger the Social Security check's going to be for you. What a lot of people don't consider, Jen, is the impact that taking Social Security early will have on your spouse. And Mm -hmm. let's face it, usually that's going to be the wife, Mm -hmm. right? Because us guys, we tend to die first. Um, And so people don't take that into consideration. And, And I think that that has to be more and more, you know, we have to be prudent when we do this Social Security planning. We can't be in the now moment of, well, I, I, I want money now. We need to make that decision based on what's best over the whole long term, not just right now. And so sometimes that means we have to take money out of our IRAs or savings and wait a couple of years before we take Social Security. But, but that's part of our process is when, when people are concerned about that, we've got the ability to run them through the different scenarios to determine what that looks like for them. When is the best time to take Social Security based on their circumstances, right? It's, it's always based on the client's circumstances because that's all that matters when they're sitting in front of you Right? is what's best for them, what's prudent for them. Because sometimes what they want and what they need and what's prudent are all different things. And so that's why we're 
glad that we have the tools we need to be able to help folks make the decisions that need to be made. And, and all that works together with our financial x-ray and our income planning. Again, income planning is so important as you start to look at retirement. The financial x-ray lets you know where you are and if that really and truly is where you need to be. Like I said earlier, most of the time when we sit down with folks, they have a, a riskier portfolio than they thought they did. Hmm. That's unfortunate when because typically they don't look at it until it's too late, right? They've, they've had this big decline. It's like, oh, my goodness. Well, you know, now's the time. The market's back up. Hopefully your accounts have gone back up. They've buoyed with the water. And so now's the time to get that financial x-ray so that you can determine if you're where you need to be. And if not, what changes make sense for you? Give me a call and let's walk you through our financial x-ray. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Folks, don't put it off. There's no time like today to get started. And I want you to be prepared for your retirement. So it's the retirement you always dreamed of. Give me a call right now to schedule your financial x-ray. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.